These are the four stocks on my watch list for potential buys this week. Like many of you guys know, I try to put money to work on a weekly basis and trying to grow my overall portfolio. And these four companies, I believe, have huge growth opportunities for the long term. So we're hitting everything from semiconductor to gaming to advertisement. So let's get started. All right. So the first company we're going to take a closer look at is one in the semiconductor industry. And this is actually one that's new into my portfolio. I believe I added or three weeks ago was my first entry to it. And this is Applied Materials, ticker AMAT. We can see right now market cap of roughly $100 billion. It does have a small dividend yield of roughly 1%. For those not familiar with Applied Materials, this is the company that deals with creating the equipment needed for the manufacturing phase of semiconductors. The main reason I'm excited about Applied Materials and semiconductor equipment in general is we are seeing this huge influx of growth or demand for semiconductor manufacturing outside of certain regions, right? Most of it is happening in Southeast Asia, it's happening in Taiwan, but we are seeing this world where we want to diverse that manufacturing field, where we're seeing things here in Chips Act, building more plants in the United States. We're seeing very similar in Europe, in parts of Germany. Uh, I even heard, We've even heard talks of like India and Japan as well. So in my opinion, right now, someone who's going to do really well with this influx or, or growth or demand in semiconductor fabrication uh, facilities is going to be applied materials. Here, if we take a closer look at this presentation from applied materials, this is a recent presentation from 2023. And the company does a really good job at explaining what they do and where they impact in the semiconductor manufacturing phase. And here we can see the blue is applied materials and they definitely hit different markets. Obviously, in certain markets, they might have competition and the others, they might be one of the top leaders. To me, applied materials is probably one of my favorite semiconductor equipment companies right now. And it, it looks completely un undervalued when, in my opinion, you look at it with companies like ASML. So applied materials, also, if you are maybe more of a value play, this is one of those boring semiconductor companies. You guys know I love my AMD. You guys know I love my NVIDIA. Those are two of my biggest positions. I believe those two make up almost a quarter of my portfolio but i do believe the semiconductor market in general is still very very exciting even with boring companies like applied material we saw on march 13th the company did increase their dividend by 23 percent it's still roughly one percent uh, uh, of return so nothing too too crazy and they are also doing about a 10 billion dollar share repurchase authorization um and that's they already had 4.7 billion on their remaining one which is expected to end on the first quarter of the fiscal of 2023 so i mean just some final thoughts on applied materials we can see net income during 12 months was roughly 6.5 billion dollars 25 percent profit margins quarterly we can see that cash from operations trailing 12 months of five billion dollars so this is a cash flow machine before we go any further i want to thank you for watching and i need your help to reach my goal of 30,000 subscribers by the end of the year so if you can do me a favor hit that subscribe button and thumbs up also if you want some fantastic insight into the semiconductor industry join my other channel semiconductor investing and more where i use my electrical engineering background to break down the semiconductor market finally i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now with that link you get a promotional offer for their subscription service now let's continue with today's episode 
Now the second company, this is one that has run up a nice amount. Year to date, the stock is up 61%. And I do believe from its 52-week uh, uh, low, the stock is up over 123%. Meta is one I've been bullish during this whole downturn. I'm lucky to have been adding during the downturn. And for me right now, this is a great dollar cost averaging opportunity. I feel like I did a good amount of bulk buying earlier on where I'm not too scared of FOMO, but I don't mind increasing my position over time because I do believe there is growth opportunity here. So let's just jump into fundamentals real quick, right? This company is still profitable. Uh, cash flow from operations in 12 months is $50 billion. Um, we can also see net income was roughly $23 billion. So even though it's trailing down, the advertisement market right now is definitely taking a hit. And it's not something I would necessarily be completely afraid of. I believe the advertisement market will eventually pick back up. Plenty of cash. We can see roughly $40 billion in cash and short-term investment and only $10 billion in total long-term debt. So Meta, in my opinion, one thing that I have discussed about this company numerous, numerous times is this is a technology company. It's not a social platform. It is a tech company. They've been talking about the AI. And unfortunately, I want to say a lot of negativity was coming to them when they were talking about the metaverse, but I don't want to, I want to say their plan hasn't shifted, even though we keep hearing all this news, how meta meta is forgetting about the metaverse. If you listen to Mark Zuckerberg, when he was shifting to the metaverse, he from there on said that one of their biggest investments was artificial intelligence and data centers. So it's not like this company is shifting. They did mention that recently they reached 2 billion active uh, people on Facebook, which is insane. They mentioned how they are an AI powered discovery engine. And this is the reason why they're investing because they're using AI to recommend all types of content beyond reels, photo, text, groups, short and long-term form videos and more and that more is advertisement right this is a company that makes money from ads and if they're able to hit proper ads it's gonna be a great business for them which is already showing results i mean meta platforms recently i believe this is on march 23rd so about a week ago they mentioned meta advantage and this is kind of their ai automation in the advertisement space uh here we go so advantage plus is an end-to-end ai power ad product that automates and simplifies the process of creating advertisement campaigns in as few as steps as possible and they even mentioned that this is great for direct to consumer advertisers if you are a small business if you're maybe even a big business you could be using this and recent tests have found that advertisers who use advantage plus shopping campaigns are seeing a 32 percent increase in returns on ads uh, so I do believe eventually when the ad market picks back up, Meta is going to be a clear, clear winner here. They're also kind of releasing new solutions, promote upcoming launches and reach more people with this new Instagram ad that they released in March 21st, which are reminder ads. Their message to messenger to uh, to click ads are also doing well. And again, I believe this is a space that will once the ad market turns around, Meta is going to benefit dramatically. So like I mentioned, it has run up a nice amount. I do believe for me, this is a nice point of dollar cost averaging. This isn't personally where I would go and add a big position. So now the, the third company is more of an ETF. And uh, this is one that deals with the cybersecurity market. I want to shout out Nick Rossellillo here. He is a co-host of mine in my semiconductor channels. Make sure to check that out. Um, but he did this 
title uh this article in in early january investing in cybersecurity etfs he has a great list of of six top cybersecurity companies here um so definitely check it out the one i personally enjoy the most and the one i'm investing in is wisdom tree cybersecurity fund which is ticker wcbr in the nasdaq main reason is low expense ratio of 0.45 and low amount of stocks in the fund i really like concentrated etfs of 26 Unfortunately, though, this is one of the newer ETFs, which uh, which minimum amount of assets under management. So they tend to have lower volume. Again, I, those are a great list. Check some out. I personally enjoy WCBR. Expense ratio, like we saw, was 0.45. But we can see top three holdings are CrowdStrike with roughly 5%. Cloudflare net with roughly 5% and Fortinet with roughly 5%. And those are three companies I'm really excited about. I personally, I want to say I'm not too, too, too knowledgeable like I am with the semiconductor space in the cybersecurity space. But I do believe this is a market with huge, huge growth opportunities. So while I am individually invested in companies like CrowdStrike and Cloudflare, I think I personally like the ETF approach, at least for this week, um, to kind of increase my exposure here. So I like Wisdom Tree, um, WCBR. But remember, this is one with low asset management. So it might come with a lower volume. Definitely check uh, check some others if you are more curious as some other cybersecurity ETFs. Now the final company, this is going to be Unity. And I don't think I have it open right now. So let's just check right now. Unity stock is down roughly 3% on the day. This is a huge growth stock and I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. This is another big position in my portfolio. Market cap of $10.4 billion. This is a company that has high dilution. I do have their dilution numbers somewhere around here. Yep, roughly they expect by quarter four to be 493 uh, outstanding sh million of outstanding shares. That's closer to a market cap of roughly $13 billion, $14 billion with recent numbers, so with the recent stock price. At the end of the day, I still believe $14 billion for Unity is cheap compared to the markets that they hit. Uh, for those not familiar with Unity, it does seem like they just upgraded their website. This is a real-time 3D game engine that's used for mainly the creation of games, but it can also be used for film, for animation, for machine learning, for simulations, um, construction, engineering, and so much more. So here, if you go to their new website, they kind of break it down a little bit more they give you the game changing tools that they have uh, how they're able to impact how they're able to collect plenty of information for your game um, be able to see all the analytics that you need and again great for different aspects not just gaming so i do like that a lot uh, I, again this is another company that deals a lot with the advertisement space their gross solutions and this is one that's really weak right now. But when advertisement money comes back, I believe Unity will be a clear, clear winner. So for me, these four companies are ones that are already in my portfolio and I don't mind dollar cost averaging. If I may be honest, I think out of the four, Unity is probably the most riskiest. Um, but with that one, I do believe it also comes with the most growth opportunity. Applied Materials is one that's new in my portfolio, but it's one I want to grow. Meta is one that's already big in my portfolio and want to continue the dollar cost average. And I also want to continue to get that exposure in the cybersecurity market. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.